It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Good morning, the Be the Queen of Stress listeners. I'm Dr. M, your host of Be the Queen of Stress. This podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress so you can be the queen over your stress and it not being the queen over you. I'd like to welcome to our episode today. This is episode three, and today we're going to be discussing how to dodge curveballs, how to recognize them, and what impact they can actually have on your on your life and also on your stress levels as as well. This uh, this particular episode is absolutely inspired by the journey that I've had over the last couple of years, but also that I see within my clients on a regular basis. And one of the biggest impacts that I see in people on a regular basis is the impact of what other people's judgments and comments actually have on them on a daily basis. And this was really amplified to me earlier in the year when I started my journey, which I touched on on some of the early episodes and we'll touch on on later episodes as well. When I started a journey of healing my body to get back to a better state of health. And what was so interesting as I started that particular process was how all of the people around me responded. And I found it fascinating because in many ways, it reflected how I was responding to myself at the same time. But uh, I want to expand on that a little bit today. I think in life, there's times when we're making change and people really fall into well, three camps. People that are super, super supportive and truly want to see you grow and thrive. There's people that really are very happy for you to stay exactly where you are. And they're going to throw out comments that actually help drag you back, if you like, uh, versus drive you forward. And then there's going to be people in the middle that really don't care either way. My advice to you, and I guess what we want to touch on today, is how important it is to surround yourself with the right people and as much of those people that are going to support you and truly want to see you thrive, how important it is to surround yourself with those people. In my own experience, is that it's often the people that are closest to us that fall in that, that other category. And the classic example is it's it's not necessarily because they don't love us or they actually don't want us to succeed. They're just actually geared to press our buttons. And a classic example of that was earlier in the year is as, as, my, as my kilograms on, on the scales were changing and as I was getting into the healthiest version of myself, is that the classic example of that was actually my mum. I'm sure a lot of you can actually uh, identify with this. And my mum's my biggest fan, but she's also can be push my buttons the fastest, uh, faster than anybody on the planet. I guess that's because she created the buttons, as often people say. But it was really fascinating because whether it was around my clothes, classic thing that my mum has said to me throughout my entire life is that any time my, my health has been shifting, my weight has been shifting and I'm getting into a healthier space, the first thing that comes out of her mouth is, oh, well, just be careful because you're going to have to get a new wardrobe. And I say to mum, well, that's not a bad thing, right? Is if I need to get a new wardrobe, that's probably a good bloody thing, right? And she go, oh, yeah, that's right. But, you know, you don't want to waste all that money you've invested in those, in those other items and, and things like that. So it's amazing how little comments like that can actually start playing on your mind. And I know that there's the simplest of things, which some of you might be listening going, really, that would throw you off track? But it's amazing how little things like that I know have thrown me off track in the past because then I, I've been fixated on, well, 
is it a bad thing? Is it, am I wasting money? And it starts playing into all the stories that I have been created since I was little, probably by my 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 mum and how we were actually brought up and that we were mindful around um, where we actually put our money. It goes beyond that, where then it goes to the other end of the spectrum, where when I had completed my journey for the time being and now moving into more of just being healthy versus healing is when I went to buy, uh, to actually get some clothes tailored uh, to be able to fit more nicely, some blazers that I wear when I'm speaking, is one of the first things mum said to me was, are you sure you're not going to put the weight back on? And that's really disarming if I allowed it to be. In the past, I would have totally allowed it to disarm me and go, oh, I'm not sure, maybe I should wait. Versus this time, I'd, I'd, and we're going to discuss that a little bit today, is I've drawn some very serious lines in concrete in terms of not going back to how I used to be. And so I could confidently say to my mum, you know, no, this is, this is good, this is how I'm going to be now. Again, a few years ago, if she'd said that to me, is that I would have gone into an internal battle of, oh, my goodness, can I do it? Can I maintain this change? How is this going to impact me moving forward? Maybe I should wait. Maybe I should just leave those particular items in the cupboard and I'll just fit back into them versus actually staying at this new healthier weight, healthier body, healthier mind. So as I've discussed on earlier episodes, my goal is to always give you action steps. I want you to be able to take away tools that you can actually implement throughout the week. And some of you might be wondering, well, that's all well and good, Dr. Anne. What the heck has this got to do with us? Well, there are often stories that we're telling ourselves throughout the week and throughout our lives that are actually holding us back. And they're internal stories. We certainly can't blame the people that are saying them to us because, uh, and you may have heard this before, whatever what's affecting us most is, is mirroring what, uh, what's going on internally. But have a think about what stories are you telling yourself throughout the week that are actually holding you back? What are those stories that continue on high rotation, if you like, of whether it's you're not worthy, you don't believe in yourself, you have self-doubt? What are those stories that get played on repeat or rear its head? You might already be in a good practice where they actually rear their head very little. But uh, there's, there's all, they always tend to pop up. I love the idea of always being in positive thought, but the reality of it is is that's very, very difficult to maintain for 24-7 because, as they say in the classics, SHIT happens. And whilst you want to turn that around as quickly as possible, it's okay to spend a moment in it and be pissed off and then work out where the gold in it is for, it, for you. Being saying, I had a, a friend once that used to say, oh, I never have a negative thought. And I found that really hard to believe because I know there was stuff going on in her world that was actually really tragic and hard. And so to think it was almost that fake it till you make it moment where she was just putting out to the outside world, but I was actually a close friend. So it was that moment of going, well, there was no realness to that. I know that I have days that uh, worse than others. Uh, and it's just about being real about it. I always like to think I'm going to finish my day in a positive. So getting back to your intention is, and my intention for you this week and your action step is pay attention this week to what stories are you telling yourself over and over again that just quite frankly are BS. They're not true. They're actually just stories that you've perhaps told yourself for many, many years that by starting to reframe that story can have amazing impact on how you not only deal with curveballs that are being thrown your way, 
but day-to-day activities as well and also how you're perhaps setting the next goals that you'd like to achieve, whether they're health goals, family goals, work goals, business goals. How are those stories actually holding you back? What lessons are you having to learn over and over again and making that same mistake? Because a lessons, a mistake is only a mistake if you don't learn a lesson from it. If you make a boo-boo and you learn a lesson from it and you improve for next time, then that's an awesome lesson and that's how you can grow and thrive. So in terms of intentions for this week, so I mentioned, and sometimes you'll notice that I repeat things, but I want to make sure you don't miss them because I know some of you are listening in your cards is really have a think about those stories that you're telling yourself over and over again. What one change can you make to that story that is going to make a difference in how you approach things? For me and for my weight journey and healing journey was the part of the story that changed was that I got rid of all my big clothes. That might sound controversial or really simple. I'm not sure which one. For me, that was massive because over my, I've always been a big, big woman. I'm I'm meant to be curvy, um, but I can be slim and still be curvy. And so really since the time I hit puberty, I always carried extra weight. And I've always had a series of different sizes in my wardrobe, whereas this time around is I cleared them all out and I've actually just got the size that I'm really comfortable in. And so there is no going back. In the past, as if the belt of one of the, the, the band of one particular pair of pants got tight, it was cool because I had the biggest size in my wardrobe, whereas now there is no option. There is no turning back. The bridge is burnt, if you like. So that's the change in my story is that the bridge is burnt. I'm not going back to being bigger because being bigger doesn't serve my purpose. It doesn't help me share my story with the world. It doesn't help me share my, my ability to help people remove interference. It doesn't allow me to serve my community at my best. And now that is a story that I'm telling myself on a daily basis. In that moment where I'm making choice about what I'm eating or whether I'm going to go to the gym or whether I'm going to look after my uh, cortisol levels through making sure I'm meditating, which in the past used to be a dirty word to me and I'll, I'll share about that on another episode, is that now is they're the filters that I run things through and it makes such a big difference. So this week I... Look forward to hearing about what stories are you shifting just slightly so that it's going to make a bigger difference in your world. Because as a great old mentor said to me once is that we will always have stress. People will always be throwing, there will always be punches getting thrown at us. It's just whether or not you're ducking and weaving and how well you're ducking and weaving. In the same sense as curveballs are always going to come our way. And it's just being prepared to either duck out of the road or hit it out of the ballpark. And it's not as hard as you might think. It does take practice though. So to finish on our top five for today, as we do each week, is high rotation this week music-wise for me is Pink, What About Us? Book of the Week is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza, a really cool book, talks all about neuroplasticity and how we can actually reprogram the stories just like what we've been talking about today in our, in our body and our brain and our neurology so that we can be the best version of ourselves. This week's de-stress was uh, getting to hang out with my family, watching the football. It was really awesome, actually. I haven't had a chance to do that for a long time. And uh, it's, sometimes it's as simple things. It doesn't have to be complicated. 
But that afternoon, just getting to hang out, spend quality time together and relax was an awesome de-stress. Quote for the week. And this is by uh, Gabrielle Bernstein. I believe I mispronounced her name last, uh, last podcast. So apologies for that, Gabrielle. To be free, we must acknowledge our resistance. That's really interesting, I think, because to be free, we must acknowledge our, our resistance. Those stories that we've talked about today are often that resistance. And just by acknowledging them, it's amazing what change can actually happen from there. And last thought of the week is take action. Take action, guys. Actually think about the, the action steps that we get given each week and action them. Good things come to those who take action. Those who are waiting will stay waiting for a really long time. Thanks for joining us today, guys. I'm going to catch you next week. Have an awesome week. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.